Welcome to these amazing places. I had to say it soft this week. Doug made fun of me last week. This is... Oh, it was like a zombie. You were like, hello. (laughs) (laughs) We're on show number 71 for the week of August 31st, 2009. This is Adam here with Doug, and we've got another show for you about some travel. (laughs) He's laughing. I'm sorry, man. I still haven't gotten over the... Hey. <laughs> okay. It never ends. Uh, all right. It never ends. Um, it's uh, after work, and I'm a little bit weird here. <laughs> More so than usual. Loopy, maybe? <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, anyway, going to do some contact information. Uh, hey, guess what, everybody? We'll play it next week, but we just got a voicemail. Oh, yeah. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Bob, Bob, thank you. So we'll say thanks again next week. And, we'll play it again. And play it. Anyway, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, okay, that voicemail number is 641-715-3900, extension 53056. Uh, you can also reach us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. Go to the website at theseamazingplaces.com. Go to our contact page. And fill out the info and uh, let us know what's going on with you through there. Also, you can follow us on Twitter and uh, basically follow our ramblings and pictures. And as we stagger through streets of who knows where, uh, then you can kind of follow along with, with us there and let us follow along with you. And also, last but not least, Flickr, which we're always adding pictures to. And we're always looking to join people's groups and for them to join ours. And that's it. And don't forget, I keep adding, regardless of if we announce it or not, there are tons of things that I keep adding on a Flickr. And Let's not forget, too. Yeah. Uh, videos, videos, videos. We're starting to release videos. Oh, yeah. Two have just come out with the last two podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, one from Kadani Village and Disney, uh, Animal, Animal Kingdom. Uh-huh. And, space uh huh. And Shuttle. Space Shuttle launch. Really cool stuff with the Space Shuttle. And not that the Kadani Village isn't, it's really neat, too, but anyway. Uh, yeah. Two good videos. In fact, well, we'll talk about that later for this show. Um, let's just say this. For, so for the for this show this week, if you obviously you've seen the title, we're talking about New York City again, but this time it is all about underground. So it's underneath New York City, and it's all about stuff that, well, Sounds we'll just do and that. You know what? Yeah, let's just let it go where it's going to. So stick with us, have fun, hang out, and enjoy. Okay, since I didn't go to New York, and we're just going to go with whatever Doug has written on his sheet of paper, and I have no clue what it is. And as Adam begins Take to listen here, yeah. we kind of went through this a little bit on the uh, drive home from work, and of course there's questions that always come up, and Adam and I already discussed. It kind of works better that, that way, because instead of us trying to make up questions according to what we might think that somebody else would want to know, we kind of have our own questions, and they mm-hmm. tend to fall in with what a lot of other people might want to know, too. And I did want to say, too, as we go into this, we approach most of our shows, whether they be on Disney or whatever, and also on New York, from the very novice's uh, point of view. In other words, you've never been there. So you're very green, and so we're going to take it from there. A lot of people may say, well, you know, heck, I know this, and I know this, and I know this. And that's great, and that's why we throw in the sounds then to to help that person who does know it and who has been there to kind of uh, be able to get pulled in at that point. Because, of course, if you've been there and you hear it, then you, you have your own visions of it. Yep. So, anyway, that's why we do that. All right. Uh, so, what we're going to do is cover, as Adam said, uh, stuff that happens under the ground and underneath of, uh, New York City. Of course, most of that is under the ground is uh, the subway. And so, we're going to cover, cover some pertinent information about the subway and then play you sounds and things that are happening 
uh, as you're traveling through the subways, uh, coming in and out of cars, stuff like that. Uh, and actually, you know what? I just, I really want to start it off with, uh, with this sound? the screeching oh, and groaning <laughs> of what I heard the first time the subway cars came pulling in. Uh, for the first time that I was grabbing, getting ready to get on a car. This is at uh, 101st Street uh, subway location up on the um, upper northwest side. So uh, let's go ahead and play that. That's just funny because I've been to two cities where I've run, got on the subway system, Chicago and Boston, and neither one of them sound like this, and I was like, holy cow, that's horrendous. <laughs> just, oh, man, it is, too. It's very loud. Nails on a chalkboard, and yep. especially when I see your video, which, by the way, uh, we're not going to release it on our on our uh, feed, on this feed, but we'll put it up on Flickr. It's just, yeah, it's just not like, enough footage yeah, to release enough footage to really do anything. But uh, anyway, so check that out. At least you can see it, the video with the sound. And it's like, oh, holy man. cow, yeah. man. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I mean, and actually, I was shocked when I saw the first train coming at me because they were very clean, you know, and I was thinking from the movies, graffiti-filled and all that. Right. But they're not. They're actually... Well, and you'll see it in the video if you check it out. Very clean, very shiny, uh, polished aluminum looking and everything. Yeah. So that was that was kind of a nice thing for me until the guy applied the brakes. And then I was yeah, like, then it's oh, like man, my ears are bleeding. Sound so stop. nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So we're going to jump on to a few things here of pertinent information. Uh, the first thing I wanted to cover is uh, passes. Now, you can buy passes and machines that are down in the subway stations when you get down under, under uh, underneath the street or you can buy them in some bodegos and little stores and stuff around town i think it's easiest to just get down into the subway station uh once you've decided where you're going to go there are machines lined up right there they're like vending machines you put in your uh, debit card or credit card and here's what i would do you can buy a one-way pass that'll take you one trip boom you know from point a to point b for two dollars and fifty cents or you can buy an all-day pass for as many rides as you want for $8.25. Just do it. Just do it. That way, you get the experience. I never felt like, you know, okay, great, i got to spend another $2 and something. I literally rode that thing as much as I could from one end to the other and even went up into streets that were much higher sometimes, than, like up into 103rd, 104th, some places that up near Harlem that maybe at first I might have felt uncomfortable with. But that was absolutely part of the experience was just getting up into there. You see the difference in riders. I'll go into this some more as yeah. we get into it. I was anyway. going to say, is the 250, when you say 250, is that just I can get on anywhere, go anywhere, and get off, and then that's and it? And then that's it. Okay, so you no, could but technically. But the 825, you get on, right. you ride, you get it's off. Like, you, yeah, you just do it all it's day. It's kind of like an annual pass for the day. Well, <laughs> exactly. Sort of kind for of about a 24-hour period, you're okay. good to go. But if, say you wanted to go the full distance of wherever the train goes that 250 would cover it as yeah, long as cover it's that. one so if you okay. wanted to let's say yeah go yeah. from 104th clear down into uh well uh which would be let's say whitehall which takes you clear down to where you would board staten island ferry which yeah. is clear to the tip right uh you yeah, could do it that okay. one trip would do it okay so cool but of course then you got to get back and all that right so then well, you're paying you know then you're up to five bucks or make or, a trip there and back. Yeah, that's true. Or you get a taxi, which of course is way more money. It's way more money. Are you, you going to get into that or not? Nah, nope. I didn't even okay. ride taxi. It was too expensive. Yeah. And uh, I can get into that a little bit. 
Okay. Uh, maybe you know what? I think I'll hit that a little more. Let me just say that I was told by some people that were New Yorkers within the city, don't do it. Just use the subway. Right. If you're looking to stay on a budget and save, use the subway. It's much cheaper. It'll get you there faster and sometimes a lot more comfortable. You know, maybe I should put this in. Okay, I haven't said this yet, but my parents just got back from New York City as well. They were there three days after you guys left or something. Um, They actually took a taxi from... Where do they take it? From the airport to their hotel because they didn't want their luggage on the subway, which well, is a good reason yeah, to take a taxi. You know, I think from the airport, right. too, you, I think you have to take a train and then get onto the subway, really? I believe. I think they did something different. Anyway, I but they flew in LaGuardia, and I don't right. know if it was close which to their... way up north. Yeah, and, they, and their hotel wasn't too far away. Well, anyway, I think it was like 50 bucks, and they really didn't go that far. Right. So that shows you right there. Taxis are a lot more expensive. Right. Okay. So you okay, can keep so, going. Uh, all right. Here's something else that we encountered. Uh, every time that we would buy, let's say, two Metro Passes, we had to buy four of them for each day that we were there. I would use my debit card once and get the first card, use my debit card again, get the second card. When I'd go to get the third one, it wouldn't work. You would have to wait like 20 minutes or something, and oh. then it would begin to work again. So if you have somebody else with you who has a second card, just plan on doing that if it starts that with you. Huh. Just use the other card. And or wait or wait the twenty minutes, but we of course didn't want to. Yeah. When we first got there, it was coming up near not not dark, but we didn't want to waste a lot of time, so we just popped out a second card and bam, bam, did that, and and it was fine. Huh. So that's just something that Some we encountered, and it worked. Safety feature or something. Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't. Yeah, it must be because it worked. It did that both times that we bought our cards. Uh, so it wasn't like something. Didn't give you a warning or anything like twenty nope. minutes. No, it would look like it was going to go through, and then it would just all of a sudden tell you right before it processed the payment on the third try. Yeah, cannot process payment. Huh? And and then it wouldn't work. Okay. So well. anyway, that was just something that we noticed that I thought, yeah, hey, I, I should let people know that. Um, okay, we're gonna just begin to. I want to take you down into some of the sounds that I encountered, and uh, kind of keep things moving along here. Um, this actually was on the first day, and it was actually probably after the first stop that we had made, which was coming. We'd gone up into Chinatown and then come back down in a different way. And we came up on a guy playing a full size, not a grand, not a baby grand, but an upright piano. And man, if anybody's ever lifted a piano, yeah. which I have just oh, recently, well, oh, it's to. heavy. Uh-huh. Yeah, extremely heavy. And I thought, how in the heck did he get this thing down here, first yeah. of all? And then I listened, and as you'll hear here, I thought the guy, he was a gorgeous piano player. Uh-huh. And the piano was just tattered and beat up. And I figured probably what happened is somebody brought that thing down there 10 years ago. And whoever can play the piano comes along, puts his tip cup up there, starts playing. Yeah. And I, cool. whatever, I thought it was cool. I gave anybody that I thought sounded like a good musician that was playing, or if whatever act they had, I didn't care. If, if they were good, I usually dropped a tip in there. Give them a buck, two bucks, whatever. Yeah. And because uh, they're worth it. I mean, they actually have a talent. It's not like they're just standing out with a sign saying, give me some cash. Right. And so I honored that fact. I thought it was cool. Anyway, let's uh, go ahead and play just a little bit of this here so that you can hear what I passed here as, uh, as uh, we came up on him playing in the subway. Different make, but other than that, everything was the same on the hammers and everything. 
Okay, we're going upstairs. And I have to tell you, that guy, he was pretty good. I, and you could just gorgeous. hear that you could hear the delicacy in his fingertips. And just if you see that, the piano, so. honestly, it looked like it'd been hit by a car. Oh yeah. The the hmm. side, one of the sides was missing like off of it. And wow. The top was tore off. But the thing, if you hear it, I mean it's tuned beautifully. Yeah. Which means he or somebody really knows what they're doing. And cool. they they took advantage of it. So I I was impressed. I gave I gave him money in the tip. I would have like to have stuck around and heard more of it, but you know you got to keep moving. Yeah. When you only have a certain amount of time. So, anyway, that's a short clip, and I think it works well to kind of let people know, you know, this is some of the things you're going to encounter. Anyway, what I'm going to do now is I want to jump through a couple locations so that if you do happen to go to New York and want to get on the subway, you're going to know some of the best locations where to jump off the subway and things to see. Uh, the first one would be if you want to go to uh, Ground Zero or what's considered to be the World Trade Center area. You're going to jump off at Vesey and West Broadway or Gr Greenwich. Uh, you'll see these. Let me describe it to you a little bit for those who haven't been there. As you come in, your subway car comes in. Some cars, and not very many, the newer ones, have like an LED screen in each car and it will tell you the next street that you're coming to so you know ahead of time whether you're first going the right direction, which happens sometimes, and if you're not, hop off, get on another train, head the opposite direction. Uh, if and, you have the pass. <laughs> right, if you, yeah, if you have yeah. the pass, right. So see, yeah. Well, the thing is, is once you're down there, you don't have to use your pass again. You're already oh. down there, so you can keep jumping around. To, enter, to enter the station, okay. you kind of have to use your pass there. So even with the 250 cost, you it could still work. do it? Okay. If you made that mistake, okay, yeah, you okay. could jump Good. back out and still right. keep going. Uh, anyway, so uh, let's see here. Anyway, so that'll take you to the World Trade Center or... Uh, uh, ground Zero location. Also, right by there, for any girls or women that are listening who might be interested, there's a store in that area uh, where you get off at Cortland Street uh, that's called Century 21. You can go in there. They have clothing, mm -hmm. reduced rate, but it's very, like, name brand clothing. Uh, a lot of stuff, I don't know, according to my wife and daughter, they really like the store. So, mm -hmm. And it's very popular. Anyway, uh, so as I was saying, though, too, let me jump back here a little bit. Uh, some of them have an LED screen in them that'll tell you where the next street is that you're going to. Uh, some of them do not. And so at that point, you have to watch the walls as you come into the next station. They're tiled in like white with blue or green or whatever lettering. And it will spell out or write out like 42nd Street or 34th Street or wherever you're coming into. So you can see it as you roll in. Even at that point, as you're looking out the windows of the subway car, you're going to know if you're heading in the right direction and if you are where you want to be. So. Okay. I have a question about that, and okay. maybe it's just because you haven't gone into this yet, but I've been to, like, Boston and Chicago where the certain – I know they have colors that go certain places, and if you're not on the right yes. color, you yes. aren't going to get to the right area. What – subway line or how did you get to this location is it on any well, of the subway lines well or? yeah what you're going to do is get down in the station and you're going to look it depends on where you're at okay let's say if you're just look up at by the map if you're up by central park yeah or a lot of areas up above if you're above uh, uh west broadway or you mean above is, north broadway actually runs north and south oh, uh yeah. greenwich is going to run uh, east and west a lot okay. of times you're going to encounter uh well you might encounter broadway as you cross it might encounter Greenwich depends on you know how the car's running um, but 
So basically, uh, what's going to happen is you're going to be looking for a train that is going downtown. Okay. Because that's where, where this stuff is at. And unless you're already downtown, which means then most likely you're just going to walk over to it. Yeah. Uh, but we were staying pretty far uptown. So, so. you're at, so what you're saying is if you want to go to this location, just look on the subway map to see if it stops at that yeah. location. And Get I'll on you, that train. We picked up a little good. book, a leather book. Yeah. That uh, in, uh, I think it was in, uh, wow. A bookstore. I don't. I don't. I'm sure you can get them in any here area. or in New York. It was no in town. Yeah, in in our town here okay. in New York. Oh, okay. Um, that uh, has uh, basically all the subway locations, maps. It breaks it down too by boroughs and stuff like that. It does a really good job, and so that way then you can kind of map where you're at, mm-hmm. and where you need to go to next, and what should be coming yeah. up next. And it actually has locations and subway maps too. And it'll give you all the subway lines. It gives you, depends on how you flip through, but it'll give you restaurants and shopping places and, and major attractions and stuff like that mm-hmm. as you go through in each separate area. So I don't want to, and this is what my wife and I just talked about, Tara and I just talked about before we started the show. I came over to start recording with Adam. I said I did not want to give lines, absolute lines of saying, like, you want to get on the R line, the yellow. Oh, because yeah. on weekends and on certain days, certain lines can be down. Or they might be down for maintenance, but on weekends they shut down a lot of lines, and then you kind of have to find your way around, which was made it difficult on us even sometimes. Um, you know, what, let me jump in here too and give you this information real quick. There are two, also two types of lines that run uh, to a lot of areas. One is called the local, and what that means is it will make every stop at every street along the path. So every time there's a station, you're going to make a stop. The other is called the express. And what that means is the express could run from 50th to 42nd Street. Uh, unless you know that or unless you see it listed on the train as it comes in, it'll list as it comes in where it's going to next. If that's where you want to go to, let's say you're standing at 79th and you want to go to 42nd Street, which is where Times Square is at, well, it might only make two maybe three stops to get there where the local might make 10 stops mm-hmm. before you get there if you're in a hurry boom you go i opted not to do that because i said i want the experience i want to hit the stops right. and see what this is like well. but <laughs> that was something i did not know and i had to ask somebody a new yorker that was down in the subway station who was great nice person and what what each does and that's the way he explained maybe it they should me. have big red signs like disney where it tells you express monorail yeah. resort monorail that's why they're disney and <laughs> exactly. this is new york that's true <laughs> yeah good point I mean, new york's like yeah. good luck uh, next time that the monorail pulls in and you hear it make that screeching horrific sound yeah then you'll know you're in the wrong place yeah exactly so, <laughs> or you'll know you're in new york yep uh anyway uh okay so i gave a little bit of that information uh, what I want to do again now is jump through. Go back to your stops. Uh, actually, or are you well, we covered a little bit of that. I'll cover a couple more stops. What I want to do now is play another sound. Oh, yeah, and sure. And it was a saxophonist that we passed as we were heading up the stairs. He was in like the little area, a little area there as you turn to head up the stairs up to the street uh, into Chinatown or thereabouts. And so I want to play a tad bit of that, and then we'll have a little bit more of him later. Okay. Anyway, so uh, enjoy it, and I hope you enjoy the Pink Panther.
Okay, another good musician. And now, what are we going? What are we on to next? Okay, uh, next I'm going to give you stops for the Empire State Building, which is 34th Street at Fifth Avenue. So take a look for that as you're running through, oh, or Fifth mark Avenue, it. Fifth Avenue, yeah. Mark it on your map. Yeah. 34th Street too, Miracle on 34th uh -huh. Street. Uh -huh. Okay, that's what... I've never um, been to New York, so It hit me as I passed it, and yeah. I was like, Miracle on 34th Street, yeah. we're Santa Claus. <laughs> anyway, I know, I'm kind of goofy, but anyway. Uh, next one, Rockefeller Center. You know, a lot of people, I guess, I knew about this for whole different reasons. Uh, it's somebody I listened to on the radio that I really enjoyed, and if you want to look through our Flickr, you'll be able to tell who it is that I listened to because yeah, I took a picture. Because there's a bunch of pictures well, of Well, I took a picture of Rockefeller Center's antennas on the top of the building oh. and put somebody broadcast from this building. It's also the NBC Studios, and Conan mm -hmm. O'Brien used to uh, do a show from there. He's now in Los Angeles. Um, Craig Ferguson, I think he might be the other guy. I'm not sure. Oh. Anyway, he does a show also from there. Uh, anyway, uh, kind of jumped off. Rockefeller Center, though, a lot of neat stuff in this building, a lot of history. Uh, if you've ever heard of, we'll do a show on this later, if you've ever heard of, like, the skating rink, you see it in many New York-based movies. Yep. And the Christmas tree that gets yep. put up every year mm -hmm. is set right there in Rockefeller Center. There are pictures that I have of that on Flickr. We'll do something on this later. Anyway, it is at 50th between 5th and 6th, so stop in, check that out if you get a chance. There's a lot of neat stuff. We'll cover it more on another show. Cool. That's it? That's it. All right. Well, that's some good stuff there. I've never been to New York. It's kind of good to hear about different details and stuff. Right. Um, but uh, you did mention about Flickr. We'll post those Flickr photos of the Rockefeller Center um, later. We're not going to put them now. You said they're on Flickr, but they're actually private right now. They're not yes. public. So okay. we will. One I think my Twitter ones were public. Yes, your Twitter ones so, were. So I guess if you wanted to see them. I did put the note on there about the antenna. On the Twitter one, I okay. took a shot of it. And okay, it cool. Well, so. uh, anyway, I just wanted to comment that because don't expect those to be up right now. But when we do a full-blown show on Rockefeller Center and different things, those will be up there. So, right. you have okay. something else? Okay, so, you know what? Let's just jump back into it. I'm going to do another sound here. Okay. And this is the same saxophone player you heard earlier, but this is us heading back down into the subway after leaving the craziness of Chinatown. If you want to hear a little bit more of that, run back to show 69, I think it was. Uh, where we did the trip report, yeah. I believe it was. Yep. And uh, we talked a little bit more about uh, the craziness that is Chinatown. Anyway, uh, this one, you hear him playing some music as I head back down the stairs. I drop some money into his chip, tip jar, and you hear like him, he starts playing a whole different song. He kind of, I don't know, goes up a note and starts playing uh, a different song at that point and looks at me and smiles as he's playing along. So I thought cool. that was pretty cool. New York has some great musicians, huh? They really do. <laughs> yeah. Cool stuff. And, I, you know, I mean, this is only, I was only there less than two days, yeah. I think, or around two days. And 
and just to hear that i thought wow you know i could do this i could hang out and listen to them all the time but there's others that are up up on the streets we'll do some of that stuff later and people cool. can kind of hear some of that okay uh anyway uh up on the street though it's a little more difficult with permitting and all that for them to do it all right uh what i want to do now is uh play a little bit of a rambling uh, announcement that was close to incoherent actually this guy uh, he was actually one of the subway operators who wanted to make an announcement about a track that was shut down, a rail line that was shut down. Well, you'll hear. He has to redo this thing like three times. I still wasn't sure what the heck he was even talking about after he had announced it three times. And it wasn't because of my ignorance of the city and the rail lines and where they went. It was just because he really he was making almost no sense to me. And you could tell by the way he stuttered around kind of and stopped. That he knew it wasn't making any sense himself. So, <laughs> anyway, have a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, due to track work, we have no on service. No what, sir? Car. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, sorry, due to track work, we have no Queensbound on service or Brooklyn bound our service at this station. For Queens bound Ladies and gentlemen, for Brooklyn bound our service, take a Brooklyn bound end train to 36th Street, change at 36th Street for our train service to 95th Street. All right, now, next. Okay, I'm going to give you the stop for Times Square. Anybody who listened on the Trip Report show, you'll hear kind of the hassle and stuff I went through with my wife about wanting to go up and see Times Square, and she didn't want me to. <laughs> anyway, for whatever reason, until the next day, but we still, I still made it. So Times Square is at 42nd Street, and so, you know what, best time to go up isn't really during the day. At night. Uh, I was there during the day and at night. Absolutely, absolutely cool at night. Uh, hmm. A lot of people, I've you know, never really seen Vegas. At, mm-hmm. at night with all the lights and everything. Well, a long time ago, maybe. But anyway, um, lots of lights, lots of craziness going on, lots of noise, stuff like that. Um, I was going to say, I talked to my dad about it, and he said that, well, we had we did a family vacation in Las Vegas a while back when I was in high school. But he said, when he was talking to me about Times Square, it's just like, uh, just like Vegas. Las Vegas. Just and with bigger so, buildings. Yeah, bigger buildings. And so I immediately knew what it was like from being in a Las Vegas setting before and so I thought hey that's kind of cool so hey you know what too now that I'm thinking about it I'm gonna jump back for a second when we were talking about Rockefeller Center there's a camera across the street that points down at Rockefeller Center if you look let's say you're looking at where the skating rink would be that uh, there's a picture of it on Flickr um, but you're, uh, there's a picture and you're looking at like picnic tables with umbrellas on them look to your left there's a web camera up there with live shot if you want your friends to see you can go on, look up live webcam on EarthCam online, tell them what time, or call them over oh, your cell cool. phone, wave, it's Man. live, they'll see you right there. Cool. There's other cameras, too, around there. I'm just not sure where the rest of them are. Yeah. Uh, but this one, I saw it. I actually, because I remember looking through that one so many times. Oh, yeah. And so I looked up and found it and thought, cool. Yeah, okay. you should have told me. I would have looked yeah, when I you know, guys were there. I, but yeah, that's was, all right. I was insane that day. There's something else about Times Square to go back. My dad also said he saw the ball. 
You know, they oh, were yeah. there. I've got a picture of it. It's up on Flickr. Oh. I took a picture. Is it on from Twitter? Uh, actually. Or it's in private? I think it's, yeah, I think it's in okay, private. Okay, so it so, hasn't been. So. Maybe we could put that up. Are you planning on doing a Timeshare? No. Times Square? Sh- no. No, show? I'm not. Okay. Well, so. then let's just put it up. We'll put that down. I'll mark that down for Flickr. Uh, this week, but anyway, I just wanted to say that yeah, I didn't realize it was still up there. Yeah, he didn't either, and that's when he just told me, and I was like, "Whoa, that's <laughs> kind of weird." Well, you know, you know, like, yeah. and he you said, it, "I've got a little piece of audio where my my daughter's boyfriend, I said something to him about the ball being up there, and he was like." Oh, I thought it would fall all the way down and break or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if well, I could he, find it. And so he, he did comment and said it still said 2009 on yeah. it. Yeah, it so did. it was interesting to see. Well, about six months later, it still says 2009. Yep. So they'll change it right when they have to. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. Okay. So next. That was Times Square. Okay. Last location, and there are many others, of course, uh, that I could throw into here, but it would take the show would take five hours. Uh, anyway, but if anybody wants information on others. If you have any questions, of course, you know how to get hold of us. Anyway, the last one I'm going to hit is the Staten Island Ferry. We're going to do a show on this later, so I'm not going to give you a ton of information other than you're going to jump off at Whitehall Street. It's actually the dead last stop on that line. If you take, well, gee, see, I'm going to break my own rule here. Yeah, if you take the one line. or if you get, it's the dead last stop. Uh, on the rail line, you go. You can't go farther than that. You're going to start heading back at that point. So, Staten Island, Island Ferry. You go up steps. Boom, you're right there. Uh, cool, cool location. I think that's it for that part. Uh, we'll just jump right into it. Okay. I'm going to take you right then to the end of uh, to the end of our day. It's dark. Uh, we're traveling back up to around 101st. That was somewhat close to where we stayed. Uh, we had to walk a little bit, but it was, I don't know. I wanted to get up into kind of that area. Uh, I'll take you through on another show here, a diner that we ate up in there. Very cool place. Anyway, um, but it was some experiencing up in there that was kind of neat uh, in that area. So that was not like uptown and downtown, a lot different. So anyway, but as we got off the subway, we ran into a lady uh, as we were getting ready to head up these steps. But as we turned a corner... Start heading up this like area where the steps are. They go off to your right and left to go back up to street level. All of a sudden, she realizes we're there, and I hear you'll hear her in this audio. I've got a piece of audio, and you hear her go, "Oh," or like that. And then she says something about like, "I got to watch out what I'm doing." She was beginning to light up something, and I don't know whether it was. I don't. I have no idea. Um, but uh, whether it's a cigarette, whatever. If it's drugs, of course you're busted. But if it's a cigarette down there, and they catch you, and there's always. Uh, Port Authority people, police down in there, uh, they'll arrest you. No questions asked, they'll arrest you. I don't think she was in the position to want to be arrested. And I can go into that a little bit more by saying we saw her. This was later on at night after dark when I came down into the subway the next morning early, probably 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning. She was still there. Oh. Uh, hmm. She was still wearing the same clothes. Um, I felt I felt bad. Homeless, she, probably. Well, she's homeless. I think she probably had some addictions going on. Yeah. She was a nice lady, as you'll hear in this audio, though. I felt bad. She was a nice lady. She actually took the time. When she saw us heading up one stair and a set of stairs to come out on like 103rd, and she had heard us mentioning some other things. This is something that you run into with these people. They're very astute at listening to what people are talking about. I don't care who you run into on the street. You yeah. always find out that they've always heard 
what you're talking about. They're very good at listening to mm. that. Anyway, she says to us, hey, no, 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 you want to go over here, up 101st. You don't want to go over on that side. Go up this way. Very nice. Very nice. Didn't seem like she was doing it, you know, like she was wanting money, didn't have her hand out. And I felt bad, actually, that that didn't strike me at the time. That, you know, man, I should give her some money for a sandwich. I, I don't know if she needed it or not, but she was nice. She was nice. And so the next morning I did. I gave her some money while we were down there. She, I'll, I'll just run through the story of the next morning. She um, was pushing the emergency gate. First she called like twice for the policeman, the Port Authority uh, cop. And when the policeman didn't come right away, she pushed on the emergency gate to try to go through so she'd get on the subway and get to somewhere else. She was honestly, it was like a caged animal in there. She wasn't in any position to go to street level hardly and start walking the long distance to get wherever she was going to go but it was hot it was hot down there too and when you get on the the subway cars they're air conditioned and and so she probably wanted a break get off her feet sit down that's not sitting on a dirty concrete step but you're sitting at least in a subway car you just take a ride and get cooled off and rest and so i gave her we just bought a metro card and we gave her a metro card and i gave her like five bucks while we were down there wow. and and i just told her you know what man just go have a break go take a break and i felt bad when i saw her pushing at that gate and the co cop of course came around and said you're not allowed through there and i heard her ask the cop hey can i just kind of go through and of course the cop said absolutely not and you gotta have a pass so and this was before the pass before you gave her the pass <laughs> right yeah. yeah this was and then when i saw that happen i thought no way that's not happening so we, of course, got a Metro card and, and gave her some money and sent her on her way. And whatever, she acted very appreciative. That's not what I was looking for. I did it because of what I saw. And so anyway, that's a long story to say that, to play this audio clip for you. And this is how our day, not absolutely ended, but this is how our day, that day on that Saturday ended underneath the streets. So enjoy. Nope, I didn't see a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up. This uh, one, he's sitting in jail. That's uh, one, four, one, fifth, one, six. Third, one, second. Hey, stop. Get up there ready. Oh. She's very hot. Four, one, fifth, one, six. We need a hundred to first. We need a hundred to first. Third, one, second, one, first. Thank you. Have a nice weekend. You do the same. Stay out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay great stuff so as you heard us talk about um we will be covering new york city a couple other more shows left so i just want to say as i sat here and listened to doug give us uh, a little more information about new york city if you have any questions for us please don't forget you can send in uh, email through the voicemail or anything uh you can even on twitter send us a direct message if you're following us there um but just wanted to put that out there we'll answer i'll get doug to answer the questions maybe a little bit uh, more if we get anything uh for any of the other shows that we're going to do it's not going to be next week it'll probably be a couple more weeks like we've been doing maybe every three weeks or so we'll cover new york um so that gives you some time to put in some information or maybe if you're listening to, to the listen, show later yeah, behind maybe you're behind process, on it yeah maybe what you've heard so anyway uh just want to think that was a great show doug thanks for Putting together some stuff there. It's fun. Like I just said to Adam, it's funny. Like a lot of the stuff really came back to me well, even though it's been a few weeks now. Yeah. But when I heard the audio, it just, there's a lot of things, man. It's, it's really so real out there when you hit the city and you see real people that 
are suffering and you see real people that are driving Ferraris and yeah. you see huge buildings and you see uh, dilapidated buildings and it's right funny. Next to you see other. buildings up where Seinfeld the, the show actually took place yeah. and it was filmed in Los Angeles and the neighborhoods were not anything like what I expected Seinfeld to be but when you watch right. the show and you think about the neighborhood it actually is pretty realistic Huh. Uh, it's just that that's their world. Yeah. Uh, to me, who doesn't live there, I would be kind of uncomfortable. I mean, the buildings are very old. The apartments are very old. Uh, it's just a different world. Yeah. And so anyway, and so I got to experience some of that. Also, from a travel perspective, I do want to say what you said off mic just a minute ago about how it's just so overwhelming. It's just a thousand things to do when you get into the city. It's kind of like Disney you mentioned and so, yes, it is can be very overwhelming, and so it does take a lot of planning if you're going to take a trip there because you don't want to end up in well, some place where you time, don't want to be. So I want to tell people, you know, even though I gave you some popular locations like uh, Times Square and Empire State Building and Rockefeller Center, uh, Rockefeller Center, for instance, uh, is much more accessible than Empire State Building. The view, even though it's not, it's only 75 stories instead of 100. I'll go into this more, but the view from there and the Empire State Building can be too completely. It's much more controlled yeah. at Rockefeller Center than it is at Empire State Building. Mm -hmm. um, there are other things to do though, like uh, I can cover later. Trinity Church, uh, the Beast, which is a boat ride you can take out into the Hudson. There are things that you can do there that are not the huge travel-y, touristy thing that everybody else hits. So, yeah. so I'm going to try to hit some of those two along the way Awesome. Uh, on each show. Awesome. Well, we'll get to them at another show. So in the meantime, don't forget, I mentioned again, you can contact us anytime. Uh, next week, we will be covering probably something from Disney since yep. we got Bob's email or voicemail and just to play something for him and uh, just to kind of mix it up again. We're hitting, boy, it's the last week of August here. Yeah. Well, the last day of August when we release this. Well, you this, know it's so. this cold winter is yeah. going to be back. And so we're going to try to come up with some ideas for maybe some wintry things and Halloween's coming up next and some other stuff. So hopefully you're having fun at home and hopefully you're having fun listening to our show. Thanks so, so much for listening. Hopefully your kids aren't driving you too crazy if you do have kids with yeah. the whole <laughs> back to school thing. So. Yeah, really. Anyway. Okay, well, thanks for listening. Hope All you right. have a great one. It's been fun, everybody. Bye. See ya. I like to drive, I like the music all night Show me every time, show me some fun Show me the podcast right on This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com All rights reserved This podcast may not be rebroadcast, edited, tweaked, stolen, pitch shifted, published, rewritten, redistributed, or otherwise changed for any reason without prior consent from theseamazingplaces.com. Unless, of course, you don't have an iPod to take with you and you need to burn a CD. After all, These Amazing Places is a 100% nonprofit podcast for anyone who wants to listen. Copyright 2008, 2009, and beyond. Should have tried another machine. Here, I'm going to try it again while you're waiting. <laughs>